All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to another another week of the Gambit podcast. Uh, it's good to see everyone or have everyone be here with us. Uh, 3v3 is dead. Long live 5v5. I am Solo Pace 15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. How are you, Zareth? Oh, man, I'm good. Uh, we had a we had a slight crisis with sick mom and kids today, so I wasn't sure if we were going to make it, but uh, everyone's asleep for now. So who knows? I might run. I might run screaming, or I might, I might not. I probably won't be the one screaming, but I might. I might have to run out and do the screaming. Right. Hopefully, hopefully you're not the one screaming. That would be that would be even worse. Um, Gonna try my damnedest not to be screaming. Yeah. <laughs> At least till um, I leave the room. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, we just hear distant screaming in the background. Um, all right, so it's Earth. A lot happened this week, aka 3v3 is over. We uh, had a huge new announcement slash puzzle come since our last podcast. Um, yeah. So as you're sitting here, how do you feel? How do you, Oh, and Conquest is done. So as we're sitting here, how, how do you feel about the game right now? Oh, man, it's, it's going to be so quiet this week. And I, I don't know if I, like... I hate that it goes between those periods of like just extreme, like I can't, I'm suffocated by this game right now by how much I have to do versus uh, that then you have extreme, like uh, we, we have one of it, like we have territory wars going on. Yeah, right. that's what's going right. on. So I don't know. Uh, right now it feels good though. Cause I'm relaxed. We don't, we don't, we don't have GAC. We don't have anything. This is like, this is going to be the quietest week we will ever have it is what i want to know is why is it so hard to just schedule conquest on a territory war then dark side territory battle week like start it on a territory war week then put it on dark side territory battles because all they talk about is they want the bonuses of you know screen time and all that junk when you don't load us up with all the screen time on one week and then leave us with nothing on the second week. If you at least spread it out, is it that hard? <laughs> right. Like this week, I'll have time to do my mods and stuff, I guess. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's weird. I, I don't know. So are, are we going to be doing it? So is conquest just one week off again? Or do we I get two weeks off, two weeks off? I think we're supposed to be back to the original intended schedule of two weeks off but i they haven't announced the full schedule so that's just what they said they think was going to happen so we'll see we'll see Mm -hmm. if it actually happens Uh, that's fair yeah yeah. bro karen said hey tonight you get you gotta say you gotta set territory war defense it's going to be a busy, busy night tonight. Well, I can't, can't forget to do that. Cannot forget to do that, though. <laughs> well, you, you can't. I actually, last, yeah. last Territory War cycle I did, I did on my alt and my main. <laughs> I got back to, I got out of work for my lunch break, and I got to my phone, and my phone just had, like, so many messages, like, you got to set your defenses from both guilds. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that would that would have been helpful of me, but yeah, but, yeah, it ended up not mattering actually. We should try it again. Actually, let's just have me attack a lot. 
Oh, yeah. I, I can't imagine what would happen to me if my main account didn't set defenses for this war. Oh, uh, hey, Solo, how come you didn't set defenses? We're only up against Caw Patrol. Nothing, nothing big. Right. Well, yeah, it's a bigger deal against uh, a lot of the guilds that you face. Though, though actually, I, I face the same guilds now a lot, too. Right. Though though we do sandbag now, we still sandbag a little bit and on Hot Ski Patrol. We don't try to exactly, but there are enough people who just don't want to do it. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, our alt guild also sandbags, and it's mostly because we have four accounts in there that's just doing their 600 and then retiring the second that they can. And um, so <laughs> every time it's like, are we going to cross the 320 million threshold? God, please, please cross that threshold. <laughs> so at the very bottom, uh, top, the bottom tier of rewards, I guess I can look this up. Is it, what's the distribution though? I, I wonder um, for the rewards, like, because you get the droid brains at the top level, you get four droid brains, right? Um, if you win, you get five, you get five at the top. Oh, see, that that's how often I win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just made myself sad, yeah. But there, there's one that that you only uh, you only get one if you win, right? Yep, that's that's below 320 million. You get you get one droid brain if you win, and then if you lose, though, do you still get one droid brain? Looks you get like, nada. Looks like nothing. Yep. And and our guild finished under that. Uh, what was it? Two two territory wars ago? Because people are just fed up and sick of it. And it was the first week of conquest, and they were just like, nope, <clears throat> F this. We're not doing this in this game. <laughs> it's a really interesting thing because like okay, so it's nice to get gear nine or relic nine, sorry. Uh, but I don't, I haven't noticed it being necessary yet, really. Like, there, there's a, there's like the initial couple that you, you could really benefit from. Like, we got, you know, you have, you have Jedi Master. No, you don't have Jedi Master. I have Luke and you have Lord Vader and uh, Piet. Yeah. Uh, those are, those are nice to have and everything. But I mean, I'm, I do fine without Relic 9 on Lord Vader or Piet. And you do fine without Relic 9 on, Jedi Master Luke, like there, there's like this sense of non-urgency really about getting Relic 9, like that you, you can still just kind of skip territory wars with the with the knowledge that you can just get, you know, catch up later, I guess, like they'll add it to other game modes and we can continue on with our lives. Right, I, uh, here's the thing, after, after I applied Jedi Master Luke, I mean, my plan is to save up to just because you know they're going to be in the next Galactic Legend requirements, right? So, I there's really no one else I want to apply. Like, there's there's Sith Eternal and Ray, which I think would be four and five for me. Um, sure. But that's that's not like I'm chomping at the bits to get them. That's all right. I have two saved. You know, in the future when I have two saved. Um, all right, now I can do this. Like yeah. in, unless unless they release something new and we're like, oh my god, we need R nine on this right now. It's just going to be all right. I got I got the big three. Now, if I need this, I can apply it to somebody else. Like that's, you know, which I guess I guess you know going back, we also kind of said that about R eight, where it was 
all right, we have five or six that we want. After that, eh, eh. And now here we are with like 20-something. Um, oh, I know. I'm like, <laughs> when, when can I get Relic 8 on Royal Guard? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Um, so, I, you know, that might change in a couple a couple weeks. Um, but you look at the numbers and like, it's really not friendly to offensive players. And so there's just not that many tanks in the game, right? Because you look at the boost that you give to Supreme Leader Kylo and it improves his health a little bit, but it improves his offense numbers by 500 or 400, not even 500. With an offense set on him, it improves his offense by 400. And it's just like, why am I, why am I going to apply the most expensive piece of gear in the game? just for 400 offense right well like in 3v3 he's fine at relic eight like he takes i took out a relic nine lord vader with him actually uh at one point right in 3v3 he's fine and in 5v5 he's an embarrassment regardless of what relic level so (laughs) it just doesn't matter like why waste relic nine on him when he's going to be fine or an embarrassment like without yeah Right. I yeah. Uh, though I will say in five v five, he's going. People are going to start to use him on Vader in five v five as well. Um, well, and and he'll. So that that's the margin, though. That that's why you right. would get him relic nine because because it gets sketchy as hell trying to use him in, uh, you know, trying to use um, him as a counter. It actually so it doesn't it doesn't a new I mean a new team came out what is about two weeks ago. Um, My level five tech is awful apparently but go ahead um but so a new team came out about five weeks ago and it, it's, it's always a big every single time it's going to involve daca and zombie every single time um but lord vader I, lord vader is not general kenobi right I, he lord vader can't get around a taunt um so <laughs> so it's so sad man <laughs> um uh, it, it, it's, it's just so strange because like lord vader can auto kill jedi master kenobi but then you put two ta- uh, two taunts in front of him and he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do now <laughs> damn it <laughs> um so but so it, it vader or spring leader kylo can take out you know um lord vader and i think that's going to be his only use in in 5v5 i one of the guys in the GAC yeah. lab, you know, sent out uh, a screenshot of uh, <laughs> uh, Lord Vader doing one damage uh, against the Supreme Leader Kylo and because Kylo drained all of the mastery and he absorbed the negative mastery, which CG for some reason says is working as intended. You know. Um, they said that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but... So I think I think what we're going to end up seeing is Supreme Leader Kylo is is going to start to become the dedicated five v five counter to Lord Vader. <sighs> what a fiasco! Okay, well it if, is. If that's yeah. I guess that that's fine. If he wants, if he has a niche, that's that's fine. I, I guess that then that'll incentivize some people to start taking Lord Vader for offense, and then. I'm I'm out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I so so serious question, and I, I I brought this up, you know, in in our GAC chat earlier today. Um, 
now that we have Maul, who can take out Darth Revan, Gas, and Rebels, I mean, if you set in the bottom zone Gas, Darth Revan, and two GLs, it's a weak defense. Well, it's nice that Maul can actually take out. We finally got another some more off-meta counters. That's that's a beautiful thing, actually. It is. Um, well, yes, it is. But and I, I'm actually very happy. Uh, I Maul is factoring heavy into my offense plans for next week. But I mean, how much are you going to have to set on defense now to have a difficult defense? Well, I mean, I guess we can ask Dom. <laughs> but right. <laughs> but I mean that, that that's the thing though. I, I think that that's that's like the return of healthy state of the game of have ha, having teams that can actually do off meta things that so that we can actually have a defense that's that's interesting. Like you're right, like the the old definition of what is strong is is gonna change. Like that, that's yeah. I think that's inevitable. But I mean, they used to just be the case, like, oh, we get it, we have two new GLs. Like the new definition is one more GL at least on defense. It's right. gonna be, you know, what the the most difficult or the best defense is. And 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 then for a while it was it kind of like stayed where it was, even as we were getting new GLs, because we're also on top of everything getting the um the, like they nerfed everything. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if let's say we set three GLs on defense, right? And Darth Revan and Gas. I mean, Ray and Prey's good, good players that Ray and Prey. It honestly, it, it's starting to worry me because if they keep five GLs for offense plus Maul plus Gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if they, if they don't guess wrong in the front zone, what are you going to do? Right. Oh, and that's uh, that's valid. Um, so I, I honestly, I think, I, I think that what we need to do, what, what, like, I think that the best idea that I've I've heard, well, I don't know, I, I keep thinking I would love it if we could just design more teams that just steal lots of banners like that that way it discourages people from taking GL versus GL. Like I, I don't people who like all these comps that currently exist that it's like, Oh, well you get a 59 every time then, then yeah, like it's, it just becomes a stupid efficiency match that if anyone accidentally gets a 56, they're just screwed. Like that, that's not enjoyable to me. Right. Right. It's five V five is going to be interesting, especially this first week because a lot of people, um, a lot of people, aren't going to realize what you can do Maul, with Maul and 5v5 in the first week. Just like everybody still thinks that Lord Vader is awful on offense when he is really not. Um, but by like the third week, people are going to realize, oh, this Maul character, if I just give him what, he's beating everything. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see what people end up doing once we get to week three. Yeah, you're right. It, it will be very interesting to see that. Um, well, and now we, we have a totally new situation. I'm, I am just so intrigued, actually, by, by this. Um, we have Starkiller 
coming to the game and and at least yeah. one extremely impactful marquee uh yeah yeah uh well for GAC. As long, as long as in theory you have the um nom nom nomicrons. Um right. We assume because we don't have a kit. Krum said it's probably gonna come Monday or Tuesday. It's Monday, it hasn't come, which means it's probably coming tomorrow. Yes. Which kind of makes sense with you know when they release updates. Um yeah, uh, God, I don't want I hate this um omnicron, this whole idea of kits designed for a certain game mode um i i kind of like so why don't, why don't we back up and just kind of explain what what the situation is in case people don't understand it because you and i have had this conversation a little bit and so we're just like ready to jump in and we know exactly where we're fair. coming from <clears throat> but um so so the idea being that dash so dash rendar coming to the game and uh, that's that's cool. That's exciting. Wh- whatever. Um, right. But he they they've said and they they haven't explicitly shown us yet. But they've said that he's essentially going to be a character that in GAC requires an Omicron, and when he does, he'll he'll make it so that all prepared characters, anyone who has prepared, uh, you know, like the the solo characters are then uh, they never lose prepared i believe yeah. so it's like so it's like uh vander chewy will never lose prepared so he'll just constantly revive people until he's killed for instance right. um right and it's similar though because if if dash rendar needs that one that and you and it's going to be very tough to get how many do we need we need 30 total omicrons to get 20. it's it's usually 20 for an ability at least for boba fett so we'll need 60 for Boba. Yep. So we'll need 60 for him. Also, we'll need 80 between Dash and him. And presumably there's going to be more. Right. Like, and you specifically, and, and me to, to a lesser degree, like there's going to be a lot of pressure to be putting it on Boba, frankly. Like, oh, yeah. Because Territory Wars, it's like, don't screw your guild, dude, as opposed to like GAC. Oh, well, that that's fun, but that that's not, you know. <laughs> Your guild needs you. What are you doing? Right. Well, so it's it's really going to be interesting to see what happens because we have um, so it, even in my guild, and I've heard that this is true in the cause and the maws as well. There are a lot of very serious people about GAC because, which makes sense, you have a PvP focused guild, and they're going to be interested in GAC, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and so you're already starting to see people that are saying things along the lines of, well, I, I, if this is a good team, I want him for GAC. Um, so I'm very, I'm very curious to see how this plays out because like you said, Boba Fett is going to be very important in territory wars. Like there's, there's not a single question that Boba Fett's going to be good in territory wars um right and so what's what's more important because territory wars now a win means you get the droid brains that <laughs> that we we're talking about earlier and a loss means you don't and so <sighs> well so uh, th- there's a disconnect though i mean here's the thing that i've all right so so there's 
I forget who, who was this saying. I, I think it was Dylar who was saying this, and I, the, no shade on him. I, I did, I didn't want to like get into it with him though. Uh, he was like, oh well, now now that territory wars are more are more important. Like I'm going to put everything into there because I want to win that, and and that's laudable. That's great. If all 50 people are willing to do that, I guess that's fine. But I guess I just like just because you put all your focus into it doesn't mean that one person can actually impact it to the point that you start winning. Like, you know. So I guess to me, I, I'm just like, well, <laughs> people should just do what they want, I guess. Uh, that's true. But when you have 25 people do what they want and then 25 people that do something for the guild, right. you know, it's, it's, well, it's, it's very much a, okay, we hit this zone, we have a counter, but only half the guild has it. Well, and you're right about that. I, I agree. I agree on that point because you then you're going to hit one guild who is unified, and they get have all fifty, right. and you're just screwed because you have you have twenty five GLs and they have fifty, and that's that's just an enormous imbalance. I do think though uh, that uh, like if they're going to give any kind of wiggle room at all, like it's just putting everyone in a really tough situation because it is. Because I I want to have Boba Fett good, like right. I don't I don't think there's it doesn't look like there's an Omicron that I can just skip that that makes him still just as good. Like I know yeah. that Gom and Calvin like to play the game of how many Zetas go on each GL, and and I just like I'm just like blindly apply. I'm like no I don't right. know what they do. Like why, why don't why would I know what the Zetas do? I just right. <laughs> just apply, yeah. but uh, like. Uh, it's it, it is a very it's it's almost a distressing situation like they're it's getting to the point where it's like which game mode do you want to play right and and it's very much so speaking of the gom and calvin method let's say i mean we don't know how much gp these omicrons are going to add um like if they add the same amount of as a Zeta, because they should add the same amount of Zeta, these abilities, at least so far, are like ridiculously strong. Um, so let's say you apply three to Boba, and that's 6,000 uh, GP, which, you know, for, for you and me, when we're over 8 million or over 8.5 million, like 6,000 mm-hmm. is kind of nothing. But you start talking to the people that are at like 4 million or 5 million. Um, that, that's a lot of matchmaking GP that is completely worthless to, to yeah. GAC. Completely and that's, worthless. And that is a great point, actually, because <laughs> I, I thought of that of like, okay, so so you apply these, and it's not going to just be like two hundred points. It's it's going to be something substantial. And right, I, I mean, the way things like if it's less than a Zeta, I will be shocked. Like it's yeah. going to be equal to or. I would, I would guess, if, if I just had to guess, my guess would be a, it, it would be a substantial increase from what we get for Zeta. Um, yeah. It just depends, though. I, we'll, we'll see. But I am just, I, I'm very interested to see how this all goes. But you're right, like, the matchup GP is going to mess with it. And similarly, I mean, th- think about it from the other end, like, the matchmaking, not that it actually works. Like, CG right. says, we fix matchmaking, and it's like, well... There are a lot of guilds who are like a hundred K or a hundred million behind the other guild and they're still getting paired. So there's something broken, but I, I, we don't need to get all negative about that. I just, um, 
so if they if they do eventually get the matchmaking all set up and good, which they've you know said they're committed to in, in territory wars, then what so what what if one guild get they're like, you know what, we care about the new raid that's out here, or the two <laughs> new territory battles, whatever. Yeah. And and so they put all of their stuff on super wicked or whatever character yeah. uh, you know so so super wicked they have they have a huge amount of gp as a guild on super wicked and then they get they go to territory wars and it's like well we didn't invest in in boba fat so i guess you know we're double screwed we first off we don't have boba fett in you know in a good capacity and we have a ton of matchup gp in territory wars that don't act that actively like just screw us in uh, in territory wars because yeah, it's like match. It does just throw off matchmaking on every level. I guess is my my point. I'm trying to yeah. right. It, it does. Um, so I hate I, I hate the idea. I love the abilities, but I, I want to be clear here. Um, all the abilities I've seen so far have sounded really fun. So I love them adding the abilities to the game. I hate how much we are going to have to choose basically one game mode and stick with it because. You know Dash isn't going to be the only Omicron in the next four characters that they release, right? Because it's going to be Dash, three more, and then Starkiller. Oh, and, and Star Starkiller is going to have something. Oh, God, yeah. Starkiller is going to have Omicrons, and then I guarantee you the three other characters have at least one. Then we were giving the list with, like, Rose and, you know, Hera and Sidious and Phasma and all the rest of that crew that are going to have them. And a year from now, we're going to be like, oh, we have Omicrons on everybody. Who cares? But for the next, like, three, four, five months, while you, while we're struggling to get these things, it's going to be a substantial impact on us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to put on my cynical hat for just a moment and <laughs> say, you can play every game mode if you want to spend money. It's my, it's my guess. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm guessing that they're going to sell Omicrons. At okay. least on some level. But is it going... Do you remember the, when they first released the Zeta pack and were, they were like... Everybody in the community was like, oh my god, they're selling Zetas. And it was like $50 for five Zeta mats. And you're like, uh... I'm not oh gonna, yeah. Well, you you uh, and I you and I both know know a few people who, who bought those Zeta packs yep. every single time. Uh, oh so, yeah. Yeah, they sold like hotcakes uh, for some people. And I, I was just like appalled because... Uh, you and I do both do well in GAC. We and right. we're always, you know, you get top spot and fleet, and you just don't like. I've never. I've, it's been a few years since I've really felt the Zeta crunch, but but some yeah. accounts are a little far behind. They don't play GAC. If you don't play GAC, you get behind in in Zetas. Actually, like that's right. That's where the greater preponderance of my Zetas have come from. And uh, so, yeah, the like the Omicrons are, yeah, that they could just end up being preposterously expensive my guess is that they're right. going to be a little bit cheaper than zetas were is my guess like a I, little bit more bang for your buck uh well i'd i'd i i agree with you um and we already know that they have packs because they were data mined it's just a question of how much how much are you going to pay for said omnicrons because i mean you're if you if you buy the ten dollar battle pass in GAC, right? I think you get an extra three, or is it an extra four Omnicrons? Um, but 
you're you're essentially that pass is giving you Omicrons as well. Um, and then yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so it's a question of how how many are you going to get? Like, am I going to be able to get enough for Boba Fett and Dash in the next month? I don't. I don't know. No, um, no. in the next month, no. But then again, well, when when are we going to get? Mr. Fat, though, that's the question. Well, right. Uh, because right now I'm sitting on, I have 25 Omnicrons. Um, yeah, I'm at 22 or something, which by yeah. the way, guys, just, just throwing it out there. I'm gonna, probably going to do like a like really short video on it. But guys, if, if you have ever wanted, like right now is the time to start doing a triple refresh in Cantina every time. Oh yeah. If if yeah. you're getting all the if you have enough crystals, like my alt can't do it, but if you can swing it somehow, like now is the time to start because you need those that signal data. That that signal data is just becoming more and more difficult to get. You also are getting omicrons, and that that's where yeah. you get it passively. Like that's that's how you kind of quote unquote keep up. Uh, right. You know, like it's right. gonna it's gonna add up over the course of months. People are gonna start having multiple more omicrons applied because right. of that so just throwing it out there sorry to interrupt yeah the flow no no i i i agree 100 in fact while we're on the air i got one because i hit we hit our my daily reset and i just did a triple refresh and i got one from that um also so shard shop this is it's hard to tell people you know ten thousand shard shop currency is a lot of shard shop currency it's a lot of gear for two Omicrons. It, it is. Uh, I've been I doing th- it. I think I, I think it's worth it. Like 100%, I think it's going to be worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Because what, that it's now the third the third week of that? So that's right there, six, six of them. So, God, just under a third of, of a full ability. <laughs> um, I, I, it's expensive, but I have done it on both accounts. I don't regret doing it on both accounts because one week we're going to open up the board and there's going to be Dash and he's going to have his Omnom ability and, you know, that that prepared team becomes an offense team because, I mean, bounty hunters destroy it, trade destroys it. Like, there's plenty of things that have instant kills that you can kill it with on defense. But you take that on offense and that and they just kill everything on offense because they can't kill you. I mean, it's such it's such an advantage. Like, it's so much more of an advantage than buying one stun gun, like one full stun gun with shard shop. Well, well, especially now, like, yes, like that, that. And that's absolutely true because it's not just the stun. It's not the, just that stun guns uh, are, you know, like easier to get. It's also the fact that stun guns are, stun guns are easier to get anyways like well, so that's even, true. Yeah. even if you use the old valuation of stun guns the, the omicrons are going to be worth more worthwhile because it's the new hotness but now stun guns it's just like my alt it's been super encouraging lately like the the gear crunch just it just feels like magic i'm just like oh i can i can upgrade two characters right now like to to the next gear level like it's it's just really nice like the it really is starting to just go away already noticing a huge difference so um yeah Yeah. like i i would advise in general like if you need gear that like whatever get get your gear but 
for the most part, I would say get the Mark IV Comlinks and call it a day for Shard Shop. Maybe maybe get your uh, the maybe get the one piece that's from uh, Gear the Gear Twelve piece the. I don't know the med pack scanner slash yeah. syringe whatever. I, I always buy that piece and then and then don't just just save them for omicrons. I, I think. Yeah, I so, oh God, <laughs> we still haven't even talked about <laughs> the bonus gear yet. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think I mean the omnibility is like it's going to be the top of the top, right? That this is what they want the top of the top to be. Um, so don't limit yourself by not, not getting it. Now, I'm going to throw out a caveat in there uh, that you're also getting them in Galactic Challenges. And if you have an account that's not going to see Dash Rendar geared up for six months and you're not going to get Boba Fett and you, know, you don't have any of the characters that they're about to do reworks on, that's different, obviously. And, you know What we're talking about is people that have these characters are going to get these characters because... If you're a two million account, go for the gear, because <laughs> um, you're you're not going to get these characters. But uh, right, and and by by the time you get to the point that it's relevant, it's going to be, it's going to end up being like a way easier thing to get. Right. Yeah. Uh, because uh, like we started this conversation, um, it's going to this ability is is going to start driving a wedge in tw series guilds or pvp series guilds i should say not just tw because the guild is going to say we want you to have x um and personally you're going to want y and it's because boba fat like i i don't know um i'm excited for the character i'm excited to use him i'm going to be more excited to use a character 12 times as opposed to using Boba Fett essentially what averages to once a week. Uh, so the right. more the, the more of these abilities you can get, the less of a <laughs> a wedge that you start to see in your guild. Like are we going to see guilds break up because people are like, no, I don't want that. I don't want Boba Fett. Um I want to give it to Dash or I want to give it to Chera or, or Phasma or you know any right. of these characters like are we going to see a guild redistribution it, we'll find out um <laughs> I, I think you know what I, I don't really think that's going to be a huge I, I could be wrong but I don't think that's going to be an enormous factor to, to, to the whole thing because uh, so so like your guild at, at the end of the day my guess is that you will may, maybe you'll give one to Dash before you give it give all of them to Boba. Maybe you won't. I, I don't know. But my guess is that your number, your first four Omicrons that you apply, and that pretty much everyone else in your guild are going to apply are going to be those four. And we don't have perfect well, information, but that's you know, right. And we also don't know yet. Um, you know, there's still four more characters that are going to be released between. Star Killer and the other three marquees. Like, what if two of them are TW ones? Like, what if Star Killer has a TW one? Like, we don't know yet. Um, right. So. Yeah. Or, or what if he's? What if they have a new game mode down the line? And 
and that that's star killers thing like right yeah that, that could easily be the case or i, I mean what if the, it's, it's gonna sound stupid a conquest one where yeah i was just about to say <laughs> essentially yeah. guarantees you you can complete a feat like with with this ability you know so there's so many i don't know i i'm very excited for the abilities themselves like i am very excited about that because they they are making them strong and fun abilities i'm just very nervous at the same time about um how many of these we're going to get and how many we get to apply yeah i think that's fair i think uh what the thing the thing that i am thinking about though too is uh it, it's not I do think that it's right now it's a big, it's like this big crunch, but this is a very similar discussion, honestly, to what like the Zeta discussions that we've had in the past of like, of like, which I've always liked being able to, one thing I've loved about this game is having difficult decisions. Like I've been almost just bored to death really with the, like with Zetas, I just applied them because I'm bored at this point like it's it's not yeah. it's not interesting to me what where i'm going to apply them it used to be like okay like i, I had whole charts like okay first i'm gonna put here and then and then it has to be this one and then okay then this team will actually be usable after i do this but i have to wait till i do these other two like like it was it was like this whole planning thing and now it's like okay well i just won't apply any for thing for a while out of boredom and for the next gl and oh hey i have enough for the next two gls so I guess I'll just spend one on Boba for fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like right now it doesn't, it's not fun. Omicron's now we're, we're going to have to chart it out. We are. Um, and I'm curious to see if they start. Well, I guess we did start to see them. We saw them in conquest rewards. Um, I want to know part of the problem is we don't know what the full, like we haven't seen a full month of farming them. Right. So it's hard to even plan for the future uh, without knowing how much we're going to get because of what 25 in two and a half weeks. Um, so are we going to get 50 of these a month? If so, that's, that's not, you know, not that bad. That's two and a half abilities per month. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll be a lot less scared if that's the case, but also we're not going to have conquest next week. So I'm going to lose five, like five that I got the first two weeks. So a month and a half from now, when we, we see a pattern, I think it'll be a lot less of a stress on me than it is right now. Yeah. And that's fair. I think um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this all plays out. I, I, I I'm not really opposed to the idea of, of Omicrons, frankly, I, I would just, um, I'll just be interested to see how it plays out. That's all. Yeah. I also hate with a passion the fact that we can't test a single one of these things. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> that's that that is a huge flaw because like GAC, right. I mean, we're gonna just have to use the the make it make it your opponent's problem uh principle right. for a while until we get enough footage to actually have it have right. some educated decisions. Like in TW, I mean, a wall is going to open up and you're going to see like your guild, you know, officers or whoever's on the TW committee or whatever. You're just going to see like four or five attacks before they open up a zone so that they can test to see 
if this even works. Um, mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> but it's going to take yeah. time to do that too. You don't, you don't really have time these days. Yep. Life is hard. It, it is. It, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, we didn't really talk, so we we've you know talked about Dash and Starkiller coming to the game, but we haven't actually talked about Dash and Starkiller coming to the game. Um, so, yeah. I real quick, if anyone doesn't know, uh, CG did a huge puzzle. It was literally a worldwide puzzle where Crumb had geocache clues in all different locations that people were running out to. Um, which is a lot of fun in, in my mind. And it led to the announcement yeah. that Dash Rendar is coming to the game and he is going to be one of four marquees that unlock Star Killer. And they're doing the event a lot like they did Beskar, where the event will open up mid-December, but it's going to stay in the journey guide. So when you get the characters, you can run the event. Um, so we've talked about the ability on Dash. I mean, this is kind of big news because uh, they're they're giving the whales and the krakens. Uh, well, they're giving the krakens like the first shot at this character. <laughs> the, the first crack at it, you might say. Yes. First yes. kraken at it. <laughs> and then the whales are going to come up like a couple weeks later. Um, and then, uh, you know, free to play will get it about three months after that, which is kind of the standard timeline of a legendary just without the it's kind of it's for the whales and krakens it's a personal pressure of i need to get this right away but it's not like the old legendaries where it's like all right guys this event's running for a week if you don't have it in this week bye-bye um so how do you feel about all this that's happening i i don't know it depends on how they implement it so they announced it and then they didn't give us any information except for the really tantalizing thing that i already said which is with dash if you put this omicron or omicron on him he's going to then need uh, he's going to then make his prepared team really good which i mean there's so many different applications i'm like what what happens if we put cat with that team <laughs> yeah because like, like unlimited revives for cat and the whole team has a billion offense uh, like suddenly you have young uh young Han just doing a huge amount of damage from the very start. It's it's very very intriguing to me. But it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably just going to be a good offense team. It's probably just going to look like a Mothra team, frankly, like it just a bit a right. different version. Uh, but then Star Killer, uh, oh man! So I, I played I played one of those games, and I actually really enjoyed the heck out of it. And then there's no reason I didn't get the second one. I just like. Life happens and I didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like I would have. I, I wouldn't have had any objections to it. I just, I think it was more like I just don't play video games too often. And at that point, I'd kind of phased them out. So um, I, I always liked his storyline. And the, I, one of my favorite things about Starkiller, this is, this is really silly, but I've always liked the lore of Star Wars and stuff. And there are so many different ways that Shock T dies. And this is one of them. <laughs> Like that's that's true. That's true. The, the many deaths of Shock T and and Star Killer is one of them. So I mean, you got you have to hope that that's that's part of it. Just as yeah. a you know, 
Uh, but he's cool. I, I liked his story. I, I'm really interested to see if they're going to make him dark side or light side because he could go either way. What about you? What are your thoughts? I, I am. So I'm not. I liked the game. Um, I, I thought it was a cool game. It, it's not, you know, my favorite game ever. He's not my favorite Star Wars character ever. I'm excited to see what they do with him. I mean, we've said on this podcast before, like, I don't need to care about the character. It's a fun kit. I'm going to love it. Um, so right. Like, I liked the KOTOR characters better than Starkiller coming into the game. But if they... If they tell me that Starkiller is going to be super OP and he's going to be a lot of fun to play with, I'm go. He's going to become my favorite character, like the second I unlock him. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very excited for that. I'm glad that, you know, I don't have to have the pressure of he's he's going to be available before the characters are even farmable. Like I'm glad that pressure isn't going to be out there for me because I'm I'm not going to be a kraken. Um, I, I couldn't be a Kraken if I wanted to be. Um, I know so you, you and I discussed it today. We're like, right. um, we can't afford that. <laughs> right. uh, so, so I'm very glad that the event is just going to be there. And, you know, uh, when, it, when the announcement first came out, I, I said to you like, all right, I'm, I forget who it was. I was gearing at the time, but I was like, I'm, I'm not going to apply any gear until and on to anyone that way I can be ready to gear these characters up as fast as possible. So I can get, so I can get star killer because I didn't know he was going to be available forever. Um, but now because of this announcement, I'm actually applying gear to Fennec because I want Fennec for the at G13 for the start of five V five. And I don't have to feel rushed. Like if I'm just five days or a week behind on star killer, like, okay, yeah, cool. All right. Um, you know, it's, it's not a problem. And I'm so happy that they did it that way. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I mean, I think it's a similar principle. Like he's going to be really good in territory wars. So uh, like it, missing one territory war with him might, might be bad, but I mean, that the nice thing is though, I think the, and that's the greater point it, really that you're making is um, we're not, we're not going to be super rushed. And the, the biggest thing is just going to be them applying um, or them like usually the limiting factor is gear. At, at least that's that's kind of how it feels. But in this case, we can apply gear to Fennec and still have a reasonable chance of getting all the gear up because the biggest uh, the biggest drain, the biggest milestone, or whatever the uh, the hardest thing about it is going to be the stars. How, how you know right. how fast we can farm these characters? So yeah, I'm excited. Right. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited to see what legends they bring in as the other characters. So they, they sent out a post that said it's going to be legends characters for the last three before Starkiller's announced, you know, Dash and Starkiller are both video game characters. They said it doesn't necessarily have to be video game characters. Cause you know, the second they made the announcement, people were like, all right, here's the video games that haven't come out yet. Here's the characters from those video games that could could apply here this is who the requirements are going to be and then they're like maybe but it doesn't have to be a video game character for the requirements so i'm really curious to see who they bring into the game like i legitimately think that there here's the opportunity to bring a lot of cool characters into this game well three cool characters into this game not a lot 
but you know, but yeah, I mean. get get us Corin Horn. That'd be badass. I yeah, love that. Uh, and so any number of them, yeah. And I, I'm also curious to see if they are. Um, so are they going to use this to be like, like Dash is basically like Mon Mothma, where he's he's basically coming in to be a turd polisher, right? That prepared team never really got off the ground. They they had their uses, at least some of them individually, and but they never really got off the ground in most game modes. So they they're bringing Dash in, and now now they're going to be a very useful five v five team, right? So are they going to do that with the other three characters? Right. Uh, if if they're going to be legends, I, I didn't actually hear that that part that they're all going to be legends characters. That that'll be fantastic. I mean. There's so many possibilities. There are a lot of really awesome characters. Like they could have, they could have, oh man, I, yeah, I, I would be super excited. Like video game characters. I mean, I'd be a little disappointed if they did any of the, uh, like the most recent, gosh, I'm just totally spacing on the name. The one with Cal Kestis, the, the yeah. Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order stuff. Um, because I would love it if they just did a release with that stuff. Like I would sure. love to have those characters just, I would, I would like more, more than just like one character from that, uh, you know, like have a Jedi versus Inquisition kind of, kind of dynamic release. But, but yeah, this, this is cool. Like Kyle Katarn, I, I, wouldn't that be cool to get, to get the guy from, you know, Jedi Knight and Jedi Outcast and stuff. I, that would be yeah. badass. Yeah. There, there are so many characters or, this is going to be a video game character, but um, I didn't Versio. Uh, sure, yeah. I'm now surprised question, we didn't get her to, to begin with. I couldn't believe they didn't do it. Me too, me too. Um, but I mean, she would be fantastic. The question is, I mean, would you stick her with Empire or with the Rebels? Um, or God, I, we don't really have a New Republic, but where, you know, where would she go? I, she would be great there or i mean bring in doc afra uh, yeah i mean i want i want the whole cast from afra but yeah right. that would yeah there's I'll, I'll tell you what so so this is the <laughs> this is the the double-edged sword because i would love all kinds of characters i could i could because i've i've read all the old legends books i used to be right. super into that and uh, you know, I've read a bunch of the comic books. I know, like, there are so many characters out there that I would love to have, and I will inevitably now be disappointed <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, well, so here's a fun one, just to mess to mess with everybody. Um, bring in Darth Crate and make Tuskens relevant. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Please <laughs> don't. I guess I I guess I already have uh, one third of the Tuscan faction right, right. done. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, so, God, can you imagine? But actually, I mean, if they made him good, like, like I said earlier, if they make the team good, I will gladly throw gear at a team that's good. Right now, the yeah. Tuscans are suck, so I'm not going to waste my time. But if you bring somebody in that's going to make them good. I will. I 100%. I won't even feel bad about it. Like, you know, like Hoth Scout, I have no problem with getting him to G13 because that team is, that team is really good. So 
Right. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll pull a full reversal of, you know, like, I, I don't like Cup right now. I'm not going to put gear on him unless that's like the final character that I don't have gear on. And it's, you know, right. but I'll... I'll not not to sue not to do any like meme joke like that those always annoy me but they like I'll if he becomes good that I'll be first in line to put gear on him like oh absolutely I mean and and that's that's been our take from the start of just you want to you want to make sure that uh, you know you you're not just so rigid in your thinking of like Tuscans have always sucked I can't I can't possibly gear I'm like well, like, what are you going to do? Like, Pow is amazing now that now that he can go with uh, Mon Mothma. Like, right, get with the times, bro. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I the the options are limitless, and like you said, I I think both simultaneously, I won't get mad at anyone that they announce, but I'll also be disappointed when they don't announce people. <laughs> Like, because with Legends, I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to be excited about whoever they announce. Um, But I will also be disappointed. And God, how many how many of the conversations on discords across the game is going to be like, man, I was really hoping for this character. Um, I, I think I think it can be a lot of fun. I think it can. Uh, yeah, right. I'll be I'll be super interested to see how the how it goes because if they're all from Legends characters, uh, oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna cause some in, intense nerd rage as well. I'm, I'm ex- stir the pot a little bit, but this this is a this is a release that I can totally get behind, and it, it's just fun. It's like it's not going to be like I guess they're gonna require people to actually uh, farm these characters because they're gonna be so yeah. good, but. At the same time, it, it's just a nice thing to get a little flavor from from these things. Like, are we going to get Dash our ship? That would be cool. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of questions I have, but right, yeah, I, I'm excited, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. I hope that they start releasing kits, though. Like, hurry the f up, CG. Yeah, I <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I, I hope that when we get the announcement tomorrow. A, I hope it's tomorrow. B, mm-hmm. I hope we get the next character tomorrow. As well. Like, I hope they release two. Wouldn't once. that be nice? Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't want all four to come out on the same day because I want to unlock them and gear up, <laughs> gear up, <laughs> gear them up as I get them. Um, so I, I'd like two this week and then two next week, please. That's. If, if you could split them up, I will feel less bad about myself with if I can gear up one or two and then they release the next one. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it was like with Phoenix when they were releasing them all the time. Or maybe it was with the Old Republic ones where they like we had so many marquees. I felt it was just like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this many missions on so many. It felt like a grind yeah. to get the squad unlocked. I was like, <laughs> right. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Phoenix, wasn't it? Like it was two, it was two a week for Phoenix because there were six of them and they released all of them in the month of March. Yeah, I think Chopper was like he was just like a was he the a calendar character or something, and that's how we got him or something. Ah god, this is so long ago. I honestly I don't remember. Um <laughs> and I also don't care. 
<laughs> that too that too yes <laughs> yeah um yeah I, i'm excited for this star killer might end up if he's not over so the one thing that people complain about about him is he was it lore wise way overpowered for what oh, he should God, have yeah. been like yeah. he's like ripping star destroyers out of the sky <laughs> like to crash into planets like that was a really that's a really fun mission like you just you're fighting people like he, he's not only ripping a star destroyer out of the sky like out of orbit he's also fighting people and surviving the whole time <laughs> like that it was really right i remember it, it took me a long time to figure out how to beat that mission you know whether or not i whether or not that betrays how terrible i am at gaming i i don't know but i do know that that was he was incredibly overpowered and i feel like they're gonna need to do give him a nod on some level Right. How do you how do you not make him overpowered? Like, so uh, I've heard a lot of people say, well, um, this is kind of like the BAM mission. So expect him to be as powerful as BAM. And BAM is a great character, um, but he's not he's not like a super OP character. So I think it would be kind of a letdown if he is like BAM. yeah. Because Bam, Bam does a lot of good things. I don't believe the trash Bam crowd. Um, but he was so strong in these video games. Like, so, so stupid strong that if he comes in like that, it's kind of like a, oh, well, that's a letdown. Oh, uh, I love where Beskar Mando is in the game right now. Like, he, he is just so finesse. Like, you just have to learn how to use him and set it up right. And he, he is right. super powerful. Like, I've been... I've been destroying teams with him as you know, like you, you're not, you can even beat some galactic legend teams. If, if you do it right with him, like he's, he is very powerful, but it's not in an obvious, like, like Jedi Knight Luke was the most fun, like point and click character ever. Right. It's like, Hey, like it's it's not nuanced. (laughs) Look, you don't know who to stun, (laughs) stun everyone. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you, like you don't want that character to live hit the attack button like <laughs> that's that's all you needed to do with jedi knight luke and that's uh like beskar mando you're, you're like i don't want that character to live you're like okay so so hit the poop stance button okay right. now now do another do an aoe okay do do another aoe do, do another aoe okay now don't die for a little bit okay now now hit the delete button right uh, you know, oh, and you forgot to target the guy who was in stealth, which you could have done, but you forgot because it's part of his kit. Uh, that's okay. You can do it next time. Like, you know, yeah. he's he's super nuanced and, and I love love that about him, actually. Um, but but yeah, Starkiller can't be that nuanced. He, he's got to be point yeah. and click, in my opinion. It, it, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and so here, here's the other fun thing is... In the teaser video, Starkiller had the red lightsaber. Did you notice that? Oh, he did. Yeah, you say that, and that's that's true. I I noticed it on some level. I didn't like process that. Right. So I think that's go. We're we're going in theory based on that teaser video, and everything may change. And I could be completely wrong here. Uh, we have no inside information, but we're gonna have a dark side Starkiller. Uh. That would make sense. Honestly, I, 
so whatever. I, I don't tend to. So I, I would I would have liked to have Crosshair from Bad Batch be released. Like that's I would have liked to have their ship. I would have liked you know, tons of different things that I, you know, on a personal level would have liked. Yeah. But um, I think that my biggest gripe has always been like they'll release four light side characters and no dark side. And that'll be it. Like that, that's what we got for the for the bad batch. Like that's we got we got the five bad batch, all light side, and that was it. And it, it would be nice. It feels like dark side sometimes. I don't know. Now that we have we have equal representation on on the on the uh, Galactic Legends, but we don't we don't necessarily. It's it'll be nice if we just get a, a really strong dark side character. Seems like that's we're due for that or something we are and so there is a lot of speculation and it's interesting speculation to me that he becomes an unaligned force user Mm -hmm. that ends up on a lord vader team because you're not you're not putting maul with vader in (laughs) in grand arena because the mandalorians are just so stupid strong like we talked about at the start of this thing so does he go on that Lord Vader team and make it stupid OP. Um, uh, the world will, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see, but it's, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll know more once we get kits, obviously, and we don't have to wait too long to get his kit. I mean, they're releasing him on December 15th, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have his kit by then at least. And if not, just like, Maybe they'll just release it tomorrow because it, it's soon enough, but I doubt it. But but yeah, like we'll we'll get the information soon enough. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. You're you're right though. Desufu, uh, like having a Desufu on the team would would be nice. It'd be kind of anticlimactic too, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Fair. But, um, like we're getting Star Killer. He's just a flunky. Well, so here here's the Vader. question. Then let, let's ask the question of blatant speculation without any more information. Um, sure. Where else do you think he would go? Like he's got the red side, assuming that red colored lightsaber in the promo means he's dark side. Mm-hmm. Where else do you think he would go? Or who do you think he takes on his team? No idea. I mean, it just depends on who's also released with him and stuff. Um but yeah, like he, if he's just a Desufu, he he could easily just be pigeonholed. You're right. Like, you know, he, he could just be. It's like, well, we don't have anywhere else to go. Like, what other factions is he going to be? He's going to be a dark side force user, or maybe they'll be weird and say he's light side and dark side force unaligned force <laughs> user. I I don't know. Right. Something strange like that. But then after, beyond that, it's not. There's not much recourse like. I, I don't know. You're, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it it could vary. I think I think you're. It's valid though. Like because you're right. Darth Maul or sorry, Maul with the Mandalorians. It's going to be a thing. He's right. not. And that that team, the Lord Vader team, is already going to be a pain without Maul. So, yeah, I think you think what you're saying is valid. I just. Yeah. I what, well. What so do you think? I, I mean. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, part of me wants him to pair with Vader and um, make that Vader team strong again. 
but like with suited vader yeah it would suited vader sorry sorry I, sh- I should have been with darth vader um okay like i think that would be really cool if uh star killer gives us a darth vader team again a strong darth vader team because i mean i still use darth vader but he's not he's not my go-to like he used to be um right but if if, if he if he picked up you know he's not he wasn't sith he I mean, technically, he was Vader's apprentice. I don't know if that makes him Empire, though. I mean, I don't know what tag he's going to get, but I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see them with uh, pick up that Vader team. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I'd be down. I, I do think so. So if. I guess, I guess my initial assumption, and I don't think this is actually accurate, but my initial assumption was that the characters we used to unlock him were just going to be part of his team. Like, that was the team. Like, we'd, we'd have five or four marquee characters in Starkiller, and we'd just have a, a five-man team. Like, yay, right. new team. But I, I think that it sounds like, like, Dash Rendar is going to be doing something else, and I don't know why you'd put him with Starkiller. Like, Starkiller's right. like, hey, look, I have a, the prepared mechanic for some reason. Right. You know, so maybe he does. Who know, who the f knows? But I think I think that these are all going to be like supplemental characters. And in that case, yeah, like Star Killer probably just goes with some random dark side team. And why not Darth Vader? Like that would make a lot of sense lore wise because he was Darth Vader's apprentice or whatever. Right. I don't yeah, think he'll be Sith though. No, I, I don't think he should be Sith. Um, but. Like I said, I, you know, I think that this is the perfect opportunity for them to polish a couple of teams up and think about it from like a money-making perspective, right? You, you release four characters, all four of them act as a turd polisher for a different team. So mm-hmm. now not only are people gearing up those four characters, but now like young people are already talking about gearing up young Lando. Um like you're getting people to invest in all the other characters that would go on that team. So from like a money-making perspective, you release four characters and you're getting 20 characters <laughs> geared up because of it. Um, and, and I think that would be a lot of fun because it's going to add a lot of variety into what you see. It's like this person decided to go with the scoundrels. This person decided to go, I don't know, with the Tuscans or, you know, it's going to vary it up rather than to see the same 11 teams every time you open up a, a GAC. Yeah. I, I think that this, this is a very, a potentially very positive change. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Think that that's, that's accurate. We're going to, we'll see how, how change, how impactful it is, but yeah, I love the idea of just having, like, like if they're all impactful on the level of Dash Rendar, like the, at least what they've kind of teased, then it, it could it could end up being extremely interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll see. And maybe next week we come in here and say, ah, oh, they announced the rest. It's stupid. Hopefully not, though. <laughs> yeah, my, my guess is not. But but yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It easily could be. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I I think based on what we got this time maybe they're not all amazing like maybe they don't all have the omnom ability like dash probably will but 
I think I think there is a very good, you know, a very good chance that this is a lot of fun for people. Yeah. Well, I I think that I think too these characters are going to be better than most marquees because they're going to be these legend characters, right? That, legends characters that are you know people people expect certain things from from like like. I don't. I don't want to see a really weak Kyle Katarn. I, I just want to see, you know, if they release Mara Jade, like right. she'd better be a badass. She be, she better be Mara Jade. Damn it! <laughs> Seriously, like they they can't they 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 wouldn't be able to get away with you know <laughs> with <Right>. not so. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's coming. It's a lot of fun to speculate. This is probably my favorite time in a game when you get this like speculation about all the fun stuff that could happen. And then hopefully this, <laughs> hopefully the mic just doesn't drop when we get to the other side of it. Um, right. Uh, but anyway, we've, we've spent a lot of time on this. We actually have to make a shorter podcast and which isn't a bad thing. We have the Gambit fight night coming up where I guarantee you, we're going to talk a lot more about this on Friday night. Um, oh yeah, definitely. So why don't we why don't we move on because it is already <laughs> it's already quite late. Um, and yeah. yes, Brian Force, there will be much more drinking on Friday night as well. So God only knows what we're going to say about it. Um, all right. So, uh, Zareth, how did you know? This is a GAC podcast. Um, how did your GAC start this week? <laughs> oh, so let's see. My my opponent was from. Uh, a good guild. They're, they're a good player, and um, they they knew who I was, and so they they always put GLs on defense. And this time they didn't, and it almost screwed me. But then it didn't, and I destroyed them. <laughs> Excellent. Good well, to hear. <laughs> well, so so they ended up being more efficient than me overall, but it, it just wasn't it wasn't quite enough, I guess. That like he. He failed twice and I failed once and he, he ended up, he lost by 25. So yeah, it, it was good. Yeah. It was good times had by all, but by Excellent. me. Yeah. Um, how about you? Uh, so my first one this week, it was literally a directory match from the fight before. So had the fight oh, yeah. on, on Sunday night and I lost on efficiency, had the fight on Wednesday night against the same exact guy so it was, it was a home and home series um i decided to go stronger on defense because i lost on efficiency ironically he decided to go stronger on defense so we both placed three galactic legends i only had to use two in the front zones and i was able to clear his his board in one shot um he did not have the same luck and he wasn't able to full clear. So I got my revenge immediately. The whole saying revenge is best served cold. Not this time, buddy. Not this time. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked, I liked seeing that. Um, the thing is, so, so the guy you're playing is a really good player. Like you beat end all right. in the same week yep. as you beat you. Like that's, that's a pretty, most people aren't going to be able to have that claim of, beating that many good players in one week. Uh, the thing, the thing about it is though, um, then he changed his play style up dramatically. And it's like, 
if, if you don't, if you're not used to playing it that way, it, it doesn't matter how skilled you are exactly. Like it matters right. to some degree, but at the end of the day, it's, it's much, much less, um, much less of a thing, I guess, in terms of, uh, sorry, I, I got distracted. I think, I think that, I think that it is much more of like a, a coin flip of, <laughs> can he actually pull it off? Cause he doesn't, if he's not used, he's like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll just reach in my bag and take my fifth Galactic Legend out. I'll take my sixth one out. And he doesn't have that. Then it, there's this moment of like, well, now I can't clear this team. Cause I, I've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. I have the muscle memory and I can't actually like get away from that. So yeah, and and I actually talked to him. He was he's actually a good guy too. Um, in fact, when he played Endall, he invited Endall onto their server to watch his battles. Um, but so I I was talking to him afterwards, and what got him is that he tried to use Bad Batch against CLS. He'd never done it before because his other account doesn't have Bad Batch, so he didn't he didn't fully know the counter and that's what ended up getting me the win. Now then, then he didn't full clear um, as well, but I had won already when he lost CLS on pretty, I think it was the first match, like his first battle, to be honest with you. Um, so, and it, and it's exactly because he'd never done it before. And yeah, so it was good. It was good to get that win. Um, so that heads us into fight night. Uh, how did you do? On, on fight how'd you do in your second round so what i've what i've discovered is the more galactic legends people place against me the less opportunity for clearing me they have because <laughs> I, I put i put such a layered defense down but the the problem being galactic legends just solve everything right so right. so i'll put i'll put a bunch of tough teams down but then they'll bring just enough on offense to beat everything and then they're like i don't know what to do against these three teams but i happen to have three more three extra gls so who cares like it's just a right. get out of jail free card and <clears throat> so that's that's essentially what happened uh what happens with with some of these guys who keep all of their galactic legends against me the this guy placed two on me and so he didn't have as much it just didn't have as, as much stuff to be able to clear me with. And he ended up, he ended up, oh yeah, he, let me think. Is he the guy who attacked and hit the top zone first? I think that was him. <laughs> um, so he hit the top zone first and, and then just hung out. Uh, like he, he didn't hit the bottom zone and then he didn't have enough to clear me uh, on the bottom zone. And that was it. That's all she wrote. Like he didn't have, he couldn't clear me and I cleared him efficiently. Called it good. Nice. Nice. I don't know. It it was good. Uh, Though, though the whole time I'm focused uh, or at least like my attention is drawn by this guy who's in the top 10, like he's consistently on the top of the leaderboard. And so I was like, great. Like, so I win this. That's wonderful. But it doesn't necessarily mean (laughs) like I I might just meet an early demise uh, against this Right. against this guy in the finals so um yeah two and oh though uh, not gonna complain how about you uh so i i went into this round expecting zero galactic legends on defense i opened up the board and he had placed jedi master kenobi and cat and lord vader on defense um i was able to get through the board with only one loss um so did he 
he had one loss as well. And I was just, I was more efficient. Um, so I won, I won by eight and I completely put that efficiency down to I'm keeping executor on offense. So we don't have to play the executor tango. And um, yeah, so I, I finished, that was my second, that was my second match. It was just a, you know, kind of quick. Uh, the one thing that I lost Beskar, Han, and Chewie against a mall team, which that was the first time that happened this season. It made me question my life. So, um, you know, I, I have to, I have to keep that in mind for next time. Yeah. I mean, it's good to question your life anyways, in my opinion. So even if you're winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you pointed out, you have a guy that consistently finishes in the top 10 uh, for your final match. How, tell us about it. How did that go? Yeah. So, I mean, scouting the guy, it's, it's just like, man, he's, I think he's just better than me, at least in terms of efficiency. Like he, he knows, he knows the right counters. He knows all the stuff. And I was like, you know what, we, we need to change things like that's, and, and that's the important part is it's, if you can change gears against some of these really tough guys, then, then sometimes you can actually have a chance to succeed. But it, it's like, it's like under, under what circumstances are you going to go toe to toe with someone who has a huge advantage over you? Like in, in real life, right. it, like you go, I'm going to go get in a weightlifting competition against someone who's, you know, like who's a professional weightlifter and I'm not like, it's madness, right? Like there is yeah. no, there, there's no hope of winning if you're, you're just totally, you know, you're totally outgunned, so to speak. And uh, you're just like, you can't win. And so you have to find a way to compete with this guy at, at your own level. And so what I ended up doing, and this is, this is one of the reasons why I do like, I, I place very similar defenses every time. Like they're not, I usually change something up, but I play similar, similar defenses so that when it comes time to like these really great players, I, I can actually like change things up in a substantial way that they don't expect. And that's what happened here. So he, he changed things up too, though, of course, cause he's a good player. And uh, so I placed three galactic legends uh, this time and I put two of them up front to kind of hint like, Hey, look, I, here are my two galactic legends and you know, like, please, please don't clear them. And so, so he, he went in and he actually attacked first, which I appreciate. And um, he cleared those and then he used a galactic legend on my, on my general Skywalker. Cause I put Rex with fives with Skywalker, which makes all the other counters really sketchy. And uh, so when he got to the back zone, he just left my Ray alone. And I was like, okay, so you've used three galactic legends. I, I don't know. Like he, he, so he attacked everything. And then there was this huge windfall for me. Like he just got uh, super unlucky and his executor, he, he couldn't clear my executor. So he couldn't clear ships. Right. Which, I mean, I was like, you know what? Even if he kept a galactic legend to beat my Ray, he's not going to get top 10 now he was poised for it. he was number three going into it and so you know it's that sucks i was like man he, you're not going to get top 10 regardless but you know i'm like okay well we're not going to just let up just because of that so <laughs> so uh, i went through and what i decided though was all right 
All right. He, he only failed once. Besides against the executor, he failed five times and couldn't clear it. He, he only failed once. And it, ironically, it was against the Finn Finn Po team with Finn did, not having one of his mods on him. Um, and I've gotten a hold with that team a few times this week. But he so is it, he was kind of inefficient in general, like fifty, a lot of 51s, 52s, whatever, like less efficient than I would expect from a player like that uh, because I put such a bastard of a defense down. It was just a to- total dick uh, defense of mine. And so I, I was like, you know what? We're, we're going to just play dangerous here. And he has General Skywalker with a weird comp. He had General Skywalker with arc and fives. I was like, okay, I, I think in theory, I don't have time to test it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to use the Beskar Han Chewie team on it. And... So I, I beat that. I beat his his other GLs that were up front. He put two up there because I was like, I, I think it's very possible. In fact, probable that he has against what he's always done. He's I think he put a third Galactic Legend down. So I'm keeping Kylo and Watt and we're going to get just see. So we get to the back zone and lo and behold, the chorus of angels displayed his <laughs> Lord Vader with uh, Maul. And I'm like, hey, look, I have the exact kid, perfect counter for that. So I went in and I was able to full clear him. Like I had to use a lot of sketchy counters. People told me afterward that it was just like one long clinch. Like that never stopped clenching the whole fight. Like his teams were really tough. And I I was on the very brink of disaster multiple times, tons of 47s. It was was very fun though. And and then I got to executor. So I've cleared, cleared all of his squads. Like awesome. Cool. Like I, I think, you know, I've been grossly inefficient, but we've been good. I haven't, I haven't actually dropped any fights. So let's go in against Executor. And uh, I had some, also had some tremendously bad RNG against it. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't manage to kill a single ship. Like, like there was just like, oh man, I don't know. You guys have to watch the video. It's just evade has, you know, is just a thing in ships. And it's so annoying because it's just RNG. Um, so I, I did manage to zerg it down. I think it took four or five hits. Uh, eventually, you know, Radis went in and did her thing. And then I was able to kill the negotiator and got the full clear. And my opponent didn't have a galactic legend to, to clear my ray. And he and he didn't have a fleet to clear my fleet. So it looked really lopsided. Like I cleared all his zones. He only he could only clear two, but he got bad RNG on one. But the other, I will say. I'm happy to say I, I out-schemed him. Like, I, I figured it out. I figured out his trap. I managed to trap him, and we're good. So nice. got got a good – and for me, it's like – it's a really nice credibility win, too. Because, I mean, a lot of people watching me don't necessarily, like, need me to prove my – like, how good I am every single time. But it's important to me that I'm actually competitive. And, like, when, we, when I faced off against you solo and, and I lost by one banner, both of us acknowledged, like – could have gone either way pretty much like right. there there is just too many variables at stake like you could have won by uh, way more banners or i could have won by you know way more banners it, it just so it, but but a lot of people will just see that as a loss so it's it's nice it, it was very nice to be able to go in and beat this guy who's you know has the same lifetime as me who's a very good player and you know just like substant do substantially better not just like squeak by but you know actually beat him it was it was nice right yeah absolutely it was a it was a fantastic uh fantastic win 
Thanks, man. Yeah, it was it feels good. And it's a great way. I'm like, now I can enter this next week in peace instead of like ending on a fail. Like, I just, <laughs> thank God. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, epic match. Uh, the, the video will be out in a few hours, actually. Um, so people can watch on YouTube. What, what about you, though, Solo? How how was your finals match? Uh, <laughs> it was it was interesting because so my opponent uh you looking at his history and historically he placed five gls every single time um this season he has only full cleared once and it was literally his first match of the season and the guy he was up against placed like a you know a stupid defense that um somebody in division 10 could have full cleared um so he he hadn't full cleared all season realistically he had never been full cleared all season at the same time so i had i had to change up my defense a lot actually i you know it, it was a lot weaker than i normally did because i kept i kept um four gls for offense i think for the first time well for the second time all season or five gls i kept five gls for offense for the second time all season um I had to keep, I, I kept them all. I kept, you know, I, I, so basically I had Lord Vader and CLS in one zone, then gas and Darth Rev. And I put them, those two up top in uh, the top zone to spread out my good teams to try and stop him from clearing completely. Um, then I opened the board and he only set four GLs on defense. So he had two GLs for offense. Um, it, it, it honestly didn't matter uh to me i one shot his board um you know for for fairly good banners too Re really efficiently considering that there were four gls in darth revan in the front bottom zone um which <laughs> they just they just steal banners on their own and then he just never attacked he didn't bother we're in the championship uh, he got one shot full cleared he had no chance at kyber here's the other thing this guy won, he won at least eight, or he won, actually, I think he won nine times, and he missed Kyber by 6,000 banners. <laughs> ah, screw that guy, man. Like, just make um, make life miserable for everyone. I, don't, I have right. no pity whatsoever. Like, I, I am all for winning at all costs, but what's the point of winning when you can't even make Kyber? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. It's, it's not like, okay, I'm up against the guy that out GLs me. I have to set a super FU defense. It means I'm not going to clear half the board, but he's not going to clear half the board and I'm going to try and win that way. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. You don't do that every, every match though. Like this guy won more, a lot more than he lost and he missed Kyber by 6,000 banners. Like that's, that just, that's silly to me. Like, I don't, I don't understand that style of play. Um, and then he just gave up when I attacked. So I'm not going to argue too much because I got, I mean, I was prepared for a difficult defense and I ended up getting an easy win, even though the defense he set was still extremely hard. Um, so yeah. 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 I thought it was great. You played well. And uh, yeah, I, I just have no sympathy for people who, yeah. Want to play that yeah. that play style? Mm. It's nice right. to see. Yeah, me too. Um, 
a small vindication for me that he fair that he uh, that he just didn't attack. I, in my mind, my mental story of this is I broke him. Um, <laughs> nice, but um, yeah. So, guys, uh, like I said, we're we're keeping this one a little shorter because yep. we started late. So we're gonna save all the podcast questions for the roundtable. It's probably gonna be more fun for that anyway. So we're gonna have uh, a bunch of the guys on to help answer the podcast question. So we'll go real quick into the alts. Uh, Zareth, how did, how did Zareth alt do? Yeah. So I'll just give the cliff notes. Um, I won all three yeah. full cleared, did really great. And I'm in the top 10. <laughs> that is the true cliff note version right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, but my final opponent actually one shot full cleared me, which I, I haven't had that happen too often, uh, but he, he wasn't as efficient as me. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's nice. I got all the feats. Didn't get top spot. I think last I checked, I was number three on the leaderboard. My guess is that I'll jump down. I'll be knocked down a few more pegs, but if I don't make top 10, I'll be very surprised, but, you know, top, yeah. top, my guess is top five, but that that's not, it's not a guarantee. Uh, so how about you, Liam? Liam had a decent season, I believe. <laughs> he, he was, I came into the week going nine and oh, um, or at nine and oh, I should say. And so I finished the week at 12 and oh, um, uh, arena feats <laughs> or I should say fleet arena feats are going to keep me out of the top 50 in division two, but I'm sitting, I think when I signed in here, I was at 67, uh, I dropped down to 70 already. Um, mm. but I think, I think I should hold on to the top 100. I tried hard to to lose this time. Um, I, God, in my in my second round, I lost to so the guy had superstar geos that he put on defense, um, and I lost with with Vader, Gideon, and Thrawn to his geos, which was quite disappointing because the saber toss. I only landed two debuffs on spy on his spy. And so I saber tossed spy and I got up into the red and then health equalization happened and um, they killed my Vader. And I, I, I go very light on offense on that account. And so I really had nothing to, to clear him with. Um, and so I forget what I ended up using. And then I lost on, I lost to a Mon I lost to somebody with, uh, it was Bosk, Boba Fett, and Watt. And I just timed out because, oh, it, it was it was to that Geo team. God, I'm just, I was so pissed at this Geo team. For some reason, my R8 Boba that hits everybody else for 70K was only hitting the Geos for like 30K. And I was so pissed because we just timed out. Both teams finished with full health and protection. <laughs> It was it was absurd. Um, it's like a Padme team timing out to Geos. Like right. you're like I was never at, at risk of actually losing. Yeah. I just timed out. So screw you. Yep. <laughs> Been there. Um, yeah, I I was so pissed. And then so in the same battle, I went into the fleets, and you know we both placed Executor on defense, and so. I was on my cleanup of the executor because I, I did the my first attack with uh, you know malevolence, 
and I killed two fleets. And so I was like, all right. And I was hesitating. Do I bring in Radis? But he still had Razor Cresta. Or do I bring in First Order first and try and clear First Order uh, with First Order that way? So I ended up bringing in the Radis with First Order ships, effectively killing both fleets. <laughs> and this guy had uh, Executor and Negotiator on defense. And, True, Lord. Um, so I really I couldn't afford to uh, lose two fleets. And so I basically... I had to rebel. I had to rebel um, his negotiator, which got really close, but I was able to rebel his negotiator. And then I was able to piece together a win on the executor. It it was not a pretty win. Um, Thank God he couldn't clear my raid though. Uh, So in the end, I won because he couldn't full clear. He needed, he needed to score a seven on the clear of my ray like that's uh, he only needed seven <laughs> banners on the clear and he just couldn't do it <laughs> but I, just, um, I just don't have it <laughs> yep um, sometimes you just don't <laughs> and then then my yeah then my final opponent did a ray and pray he didn't even place executor on defense and i cleared him for like 10 points under the soft max and he lost to my executor with his executor and then lost three times to a night sister team and it was a g12 talisman an R4 DACA and a G12 Spirit, and he lost three times. Um, and so that, that was my third win. There we go. Done, son. So uh, perfect season then. Per- a perfect season, yeah. Nice, so man. I, I, after that after that round two of, or of this week, I'm not calling it a perfect season. That was an ugly, <laughs> ugly undefeated season. Well, that's fair. I mean, it, you have to get lucky sometimes too, you know. Right. Uh, the not it's not every time that you need to have to get lucky to have a perfect season. But I mean, there's a pretty fair share of of lucky. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah there's luck. There's luck involved in this game, and yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes we need it. Some people are transcendent and amazing players, and some people need a little luck every once in a while. So you know, yep. that doesn't mean you're unskilled. It just means. It's nice to get a little boost. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, so a final account to talk about prevail, man. How did, did he prevail this week? Uh, the first two he did. The last one, I, I don't know. I was just kind of giddy from like, I, I was, my alt had just done really well. I was going to get top 10. I was, I was confident. And so I jumped in and I just didn't evaluate the situation that well. And uh, so like I lost a couple, dropped a couple matches here and there. That that's fine. And then I looked at his account. I'm like, oh, geez, he's gonna clear me so easy. But um, we're still gonna clear though, right? I mean, that's that's. So we ended up. I ended up using like I feel like that was one of the most fun streams with that account actually that I've had. Even though I had, it was like I think I'm gonna lose, but but it's just really fun to dig. Like when you scrape the bottom of the barrel it, on your roster, like you're just like. I don't have the right teams for this. Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's like a gear 12 separatist team. And like you, you take Chupio with 3PO and gear 11 low gray, you know, it's like, what, what do you expect is going to happen? Like the answer is 
just destroy them apparently but you know like being able to theory craft some of these really just off the wall weird counters even with my limited roster on that account was a lot of fun so i don't know we I ended up losing that one not a good season for prevail man he went nine and three but um and he's officially passed my alt in losses <laughs> <laughs> which is so dumb like my alt is like it 320 wins to eight losses and prevail man's like ah, i've only won like a hundred that's like nine so yeah well it's okay this is fine this is fine everything's <laughs> fine yeah um uh, and that was it prevail man's done for for the season yay made kyber we're good <laughs> um excellent well that's you know make make kyber be good you have at least one top 10 that's that is a solid season yeah yeah i made uh, i made i made third place on on prevail man and my alt last season so i'm I'm good right and maybe uh, i'll make it this time too hopefully yeah um all right so did you do anything to your roster this week to improve it not really <laughs> what about you um fennec fennec is g13 Oh yeah, sure. I got that's, I got her to gear thirteen. Yeah, yeah I did that's, do that. That that's about it, because that's going to let me take Django off the box team in five v five and put him with Mandalorians and just wreck face. Um, right, and I'm a fan of you wrecking face, so good good on you. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, so with that said, uh, let's let's. Um, Let's, let's call it wrap, a day. Yeah, wrap it up real quick before we wrap it up. Gambit fight night, Friday night. Be here for drinks and merriment and podcast questions that weren't asked. And I yeah. do actually encourage you to join our Discord server and ask more podcast questions because I think, I mean, when we have the when we have the cast the characters that we get for fight night, it is an excellent time for. Um, you know, to have these questions answered because, you know, you and I might answer one way and then Dom will answer a different way. And then Endall will tell us how we're wrong. And, you know, and, and it, well, Endall won't be here this time. So no, nobody will be wrong. Uh, but I know. <laughs> uh, Froda, I think Klesso is supposed to be here. Um, we need to confirm. Yeah. We haven't really confirmed with anyone other than Endall said he's going to be on vacation. How dare he? I know, unreasonable. It's so close to Thanksgiving, but right. um, we still expect our, our people to be there. Damn right. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's happening this week, and big news in uh, Zareth other podcast land, is the Wheel of Time actually is releasing three episodes this week, and there is now a convenient Wheel of Time podcast to check out. Um, Hell yeah. So, pimp, pimp your dagger for Sightblinder. Yeah, guys. Uh, so a lot of you are probably listening to us and Hollow News, uh, Hollow Table News Network with Celiac Sarah and uh, Sir Georges, the under the Hollow Table with Celiac Sarah and uh, Voxen. So, like, so Sarah is on both of those. She, she and I are we have our own podcast now for Wheel of Time, 
uh, we have a good dynamic in terms of like I've I've read the books multiple times. She has not, and so you know we we have we have a pretty interesting you know like we can both see th- we can see things from multiple angles, and we're just, we're talking about the show, talking about the books as well, just slow slow rolling through the novels as we uh, get through them, and it's a good time. So hit the link if you're watching live. You can uh, let's see, Prime just hit just gave us the link so please um you know come, come follow us on on podbean uh, that that's been really helpful to get to the top so that when people search us we can actually get some views uh and you know leave a review on either podbean or on itunes both would be great and yeah it's gonna be a good time guys we're gonna hopefully we'll blow up a little bit and this this week is go time it's really gonna it's gonna be pretty epic so um yeah wheel of time Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, all right. So that's that. Um, we can probably end the podcast. So guys, uh, thank you. Thank you everyone for joining on the podcast. Uh, it was good to have you. We will talk to you on Gambit Fight Night. Enjoy your week off. Yeah, guys. Oh, and if you're watching or if you're listening, not live, it's going to be linked in the description, the event description below or whatever. Um, shows so the show notes i think that's what they're called on podcasts you'd think i'd know by now (laughs) all right guys don't be dicks and remember evil sucks